Anybody got a student in here starting school tomorrow, like of any grade? Okay, um, so everybody's got, the back, back, everybody's got their backpacks done. They've got their Lunchables in the refrigerator, right? Every, everybody, everybody's good to go. You've looked at your teacher. You've stalked them on Facebook. You do know their background check. You know, you've done all of the things that you can do. You've now also, you know, background checked every parent, the, the kid that's in your class, right? Everybody, don't lie. You guys are chuckling, but you've all done that. I've heard it. And, and so, so we're, all, we're all geared up and we're ready. And so today, one of the things um, that I've had on my heart to just kind of teach you is preparedness. We're just going we're gonna, to we're gonna teach on something this morning called endurance. And, and, I, I, and I, as I was preparing for this, this isn't just a, a teacher, student kind of thing. How many of you know there's seasons in life where you have a reset button? Anybody know what a reset button is? You, you know, you just kind of hit a reset button. And it seems to be that we typically do this throughout the year. We, we typically do it in January when the calendar year happens and we make all those goals. Anybody got a vision board? Okay. Well, we got, if you want to check one out, Carson has one in her office. It's amazing. Um, she calls it Slaying Dragons. And so she, I think she has like 12 things on there. She has a vision board. And every time she reaches the, the she she gets a goal. She just, try, try, you know, and some of them are code things so that she doesn't want people to know what her vision is, but she just kind of has them up there. Um, I think a tie means a guy, but <laughs> I'm just using, um, but anyway, um, so anyway, she, so, so, so we have a reset button typically in our life. Anybody, um, I, I turned 46 on Thursday and, uh, um, how many of you know, how many of you know, thank you for the birthday, love. Um, how many of you have a reset button kind of on your birthday? Like you kind of, I don't know about you, but you kind of reflect. You kind of think, hey, this is where I've been. This is where I feel typically like I'm 30, even though I know I'm 46. And when I look at pictures that I feel like I could be 50, but I'm just teasing. But you know, you sometimes, you know, you have these reset buttons in your life. And I, I feel like fall is sometimes one of those, like summer's over, and even if you don't have students, even if you don't have kids that are going to school, it typically is a time where the pace is changing, you know what I mean? Like, the, you don't, you're not staying up till 10 o'clock at night because there's no more sunshine, and, and, and your pace is changing, and so this morning, no matter what season you're in, because I know that this is a service where we are going to pray for our teachers, we are going to pray for our students, we are going to pray for the staff because they mean so much to us, and we want to get behind them, but on Honestly, no matter where you are in your season of life, I'm going to encourage you this morning to just take a moment to do an evaluation of yourself, to take a moment to kind of look at your life in its present condition. And if you need to hit a reset button, if you need to, need to kind of say, hey, I need to look over where I am, not... I made some goals. I made some visions in January. I had some things that God laid on my heart back in January when we decided we wanted to make a difference. My family and I, we wrote some things down. We, we, we wanted to save a certain amount of money. We, we wanted to start to be tithers. We, we wanted to start an exercise program. We wanted to drop the Red Bulls and the Diet Coke, and we wanted to drink more water. Anybody have any goals like that? And, and, and what happens is, is you get to September, and if you're not careful, you'll lose sight of those goals. And if you're not careful, they'll be the same goals that you had in 2018 and 2019. And so I'm going to help you today with just three points and help you hit a reset button. Are you ready? Put that scripture up there for me in James. Now, um, let's read this together and I'm going to let you be seated. Okay, ready? Read. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. That doesn't sound like a great message like something that you would want to have a party about. Ready? Here we go. Read. For you know that when your faith is tested, your what? Faith. 
Endurance has a chance to what? Grow. Keep on going. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Amen. You can sit down. Thanks, friend. So we just finished a faith series called Mountain Moving Faith. Pastor Stephen started us off dealing with forgiveness and dealing with the unforgiveness in our lives. Amazing. We kind of came in and Hannah dealt with the fact of like boring holes in us and how the Holy Spirit does a work on the inside of us. Honestly, I don't know how many, if you weren't here for the Mountain Moving Faith series and you're wanting to get fed at any point this week or any time in your life, I can tell you that that series will change your life if you want it to. It's something that you should put on repeat. We, and, and, and the power that you talked about where the Holy Spirit does a work on the inside of us, that the, that the mountains aren't blown up on the outside, but they're blown up on the inside by the Holy Spirit boring his way into our life. Amazing. And then Pastor Stephen, talked about the power that works within us. And the last week, he talked about how our words match the power that works within us. In the week that Hannah was teaching, um, I was just sitting there kind of, you know, minding my own business, just cheering her on. And the Holy Spirit brought this scripture to me that I just read to you in James. Can you put that up for me again, friend? Thank you. He brought this scripture up to me. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, Consider it an opportunity for great joy. Go ahead. For you know that when you're what? Which we were teaching on faith. So you know, sometimes when they're teaching and they say words, I'm triggered to other scriptures. So you know that when your faith is tested, your what? Your endurance has a chance to grow. So I begin to ponder this whole thought that we're teaching on faith. We taught a four-week series on mountain-moving faith, and then last week we got to just celebrate and sing. How many of you were here last week? Did you love it and have fun? Everyone's like, can we do that once a month? No. <laughs> but it was sure good while we had it. It was absolutely so much fun. But we, I, I promise we will do it again at some point, but I'm just telling you, it was a blast. And we just kind of celebrated. But... but but, but I, I was thinking to myself as I was sitting over there, we're teaching this four weeks on faith. We're stirring up faith. We're, we're, we're having a realization of what's on the inside of us. But then I thought this point, this is going to happen to us. Our faith, the thing that we're fully persuaded in, the thing that we're believing God for, the very thing that maybe you got excited about is Pastor Stephen saying, hey, the power of God is in you. The Holy Spirit's at work in you. Get your words at working with you. And you're stirred up and you're excited. The very thing that you're standing on, the very thing that you're believing God for, that faith is going to be tested. It's going to be tested. Anybody ever in here had your faith tested? Just this morning by your spouse. So our faith is going to be tested. But there's an interesting thing that happens when our faith is tested. Your what gets a chance to grow? Your endurance has a chance to grow. Now, now, now flip to the next verse, baby. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, I know this seems impossible. You could be what? Perfect. Needing nothing. Now, later on, there's a verse that's powerful right below that. I'm going to let you read it at the very end. I started thinking about this verse 
And then I started thinking, well, he kept bringing it up to me, bringing it up to me. I kept thinking about it, pondering about it. Even in between services that day, we kind of went into the back and talked about it a little bit. And I don't know, it just started doing a work in me. That's kind of how he does it. He just starts rolling around a verse or an illustration inside of me. And I thought, well, I don't really need this verse for the first week of school because everybody's already stoked. Like most teachers, you don't really hate it yet. <laughs> and, and most students don't really hate it yet. Like tomorrow morning, I probably you're not going to have to wake up your kids. And most of them have their outfit laid out. They're, they're going to they're gonna get up. You're not even going to have to tell them to brush. Well, maybe you have to tell them to brush their teeth. But you're, you're, you're typically not going to have to do much motivation tomorrow morning for yourself or for your students or for anybody. I pretty much everyone's going to be smiling tomorrow. Like nobody's going to walk into school and be like, I hate that. Well, maybe a junior or senior or something in high school. <laughs> But, but, but typically, most kids are not, they're, they're excited. And so as I begin to ponder this, why, why this word endurance at the very beginning, this is, what the, this is what I just felt like came to my heart. This is what I felt like came to my heart. He said, because here's the thing, endurance isn't something you just get by chance. Endurance isn't something, here's, check this out, endurance isn't something you decide to get. Endurance, this verse tells me that endurance has to be what? developed. And if I'm not careful, if I'm not careful, hold on, if I'm not careful, I'll, 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 get to, I'll get to the month of November or I'll get to the month of January after Christmas break. And, I, and, and the same way I came into school on August, what's tomorrow, the 26th, 27th, the same way I came into school on August the 27th won't be how I'm coming into school on January the 10th. How many of you know that that's not going to, you won't be like that and your kids won't be like that if something isn't developed in you. And, he, and I'll be honest with you, we can go through even our very own life. How many of you, we can go to a marriage retreat and we can come home from that marriage retreat and be like, oh yeah, he is hot and I'm in love. And like six weeks later, you're like, are you stupid? <laughs> Can't, are you and we, we do these kinds of things because something happens in the process of the vision getting delivered and the inspiration coming to us and the Holy Spirit doing a work in us and the finishing of our race and it's what's called endurance. And if we don't prepare, if we don't, I just watched a, listened to a podcast the other day that says when you teach, don't touch your face. So I was like, oh, don't do that. Uh, I'm just, okay, there's me being vulnerable there. I just showed you my stuff. Um, so anyway, so, 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 so if we're not careful, if we're not careful, we won't get these things developed in us and we won't finish our race the way God's called us to do. And here's the thing. Perfect doesn't mean perfect that you're never going to mistake. Perfect means you finish the things that God's called you to do in the way that he's called you to do it. This is not unattainable. This is living victoriously. So... Now you all are going to look at it every time I touch my face. All right, here, 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 here's what I want to tell you. I want to give you three things. Now, I know about endurance because, um, because I've run a couple ma half marathons. Now, I want to give us something to all you parents that are in here, that your kids are going to school and they've, they, they don't make it for football or baseball or soccer or cheerleading or something, and you think, where does my kid fit in? I, I just want to give you a little bit of hope, okay? This girl right here, I did absolutely zero in high school. 
Does that make you feel any better? I'm I'm kind of normal. I'm kind of an okay human being. I live a very successful, I have a great marriage. But I I just want to encourage you because sometimes we we need to realize something. We need to realize something that, listen, this span of time that your kids are in school, it's short. And listen, their whole identity is not wrapped up in all these years. And if we're not careful as parents, we get way too wrapped up in these years. And we think if our kid doesn't make something or they don't perform something or they don't do something, that they're going to be a failure in society. Well, I'm okay. And I couldn't even do it. I tried out for cheerleading and couldn't even do a cartwheel. I didn't make it. And I'm fine. I, I just want to encourage you. They'll be fine. Say fine. They're going to be fine. It doesn't matter. Listen, your kids are going to go through hard times in school. They won't get to sit at the cool lunch table. Say fine. So not everyone's going to like your kids. Say, they're, they're, actually, their teacher might not even like them. Say, they'll be, they'll be fine. They'll get, they're going to be fine. You know who's not fine? You're not fine. You're the ones who aren't fine. And you know what? When you act ridiculous, then they act ridiculous. And then they go talk about you at school. Just so you know. Your kids are going to be fine. But in this race, if there is one thing that you can teach your children, it's how to walk out this endurance. It's how to walk this walk of faith out, how to walk this Christian walk out. And it's going to have to have something. Now, here we go. Three things. Three things. The first thing I'm going to tell you to do, and if you're taking notes, I encourage you. This is going to be a pretty basic, pretty basic kind of just sharing this morning. Number one is you got to prepare you got to prepare for the, for, the, for, the, for the change, no matter what season you're in. If it's coming September and there are some things that you want to finish out your year differently, then you have to prepare for them. No matter if you're going to school or not going to school, no matter what season of life you're in, it, it, you, you ha- every season of life brings a different preparedness. We're, we're getting ready to start small groups. I know Miss Linda... And Frank, they've always talked about um, having, having a, a small group where, where, you, you, where um, adults have to parent their parents. Anybody in here ever had a season where you've had to parent your parents and walk that through? It's a different season. But how many of you know if you're not prepared for that season, you won't go into that season well? And I, I just want to encourage you that there is some preparedness that happens to, has to happen. So I encourage you as a family, as a family or as a mom or a dad in the situation, sit down and talk with your, with your family. Decide some things together. Do you know, you know that a lot of times we sit down and we say, okay, what nights do we want to eat at home and what nights do we want to have like order a pizza? I know that sounds basic, but if you don't do these kinds of things, what happens is it leads to chaos because everyone blames somebody else that they didn't make dinner, Right? Because it's not my responsibility just because I'm a woman sometimes. I know everybody disagrees with that, but whatever. Um, but but I, I don't always want to be the maker of the dinner. And so when someone says to me, what's for dinner? I go, I don't know. What is for dinner? All everyone's like, oh. But, but, but sometimes McDonald's, I mean, no, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, but, so all I'm encouraging you to do as, as a family, if you, if you're getting, if you're making some adjustments, if you're making some changes, if you're getting ready for your kids for school, make some preparation, just put your calendar, and listen, you, you need to talk to your spouse about these kinds of things. These are the things that you need to discuss with them, because guess what? Most women act like men are stupid. They're really just uninformed. Uh, you, I told you that. No, you told 15 of your friends that. You didn't tell me that. And if we're not careful, we treat our husbands with disregard, like they don't have, like they're ding when they really are uninformed and you were just too busy to inform them of the schedule. 
because Sally's got to go to cheerleading and Billy Bob's got to go to football and you got to get your nails done and everybody's going in different directions and he's not uninformed and somehow it's his fault that he's uninformed. So you got to be prepared as a family that if you're going to go the same directions that everyone's moving on the train in the same direction. Amen? Amen. Put your schedule out. Talk to your kids on the way to school. Make a decision that, hey, we're doing this. And I, I will tell you this. I want it to be more on his page than I do my kids' page. This is the team. I always tell my kids, we are the team and you guys are the players. Like, we're the coaches. And, and if you're not careful, if you're not careful, when life gets busy, your kids will pitch you against each other. And they will try to play you. And, 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 but as parents, I'm telling you if, you, if I can encourage you, this is not a marriage day. It's going to be a, it's, it's a family day. But if I can tell you about anything, make sure that you and your spouse are on the same page every single morning when you walk out the door. If not, shoot a text and say, hey, baby, I love you. This is what's going on today. And everybody said, amen. amen. Prepared. Number two. Oh, I want to read you that scripture. Thanks, friend. First Peter 1 Peter 1.13. 1 Peter 1.13. So what? Prepare. Now this is an interesting part of scripture. Because it doesn't have to do with our spirit man. It has to do with another part of our body. So prepare your what? For what? And exercise what? That's a very interesting thing to put those two things together. So that tells me that if my mind is prepared, then I will exercise self-control over my actions. And over, listen, because how many of you know when you're not prepared, you're more apt to fly off the handle with your mouth? I'm going to be honest. You, you don't prepare. You, you get in a tizzy and everything's chaos in your life and words just start coming out that mouth. And the only reason you can't exercise self-control is because you haven't prepared your day with your mind. So prepare your minds for the action and exercise self-control. Number two. Number two. Focus. If you're writing notes down, focus. This is an area that I'm currently growing in. That's funny. We're not perfect. Pastor Steve and I are nowhere, no stretch of the imagination are we perfect. We are a work in progress just like all of you. God is doing a work in and through us. We're anointed to teach and preach the word because that's the call of God on our life. But the things and the work and the character of God developing on the inside of us, we have to do it the exact same way that you do. And I am currently working on focusing. I want to read you a scripture um, in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 in the New Living Translation. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore... Since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, and hold on with me, to the life of faith, there's that word faith again, let us strip off every weight that so, that, I'm sorry, every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. Next verse, friend. And let us, what? Run with what? The race that God has set before us. Now check out this next verse. We, now it gets, it tells you, it tells you we're going to run this race with What? Endurance, and it, then it gets ready to tell you how to do it. We do this by keeping our eyes on. Now, now here's the thing I want to encourage you about. Here's the thing I want to encourage you. You cannot focus. I want everyone to start saying their ABCs. Here we go, ready to go. A, B, C, everybody. D, E, F, G, A. Now start counting. One, two, three. Start. Can't do it. You try to say your ABCs. And, and count one, and say, and count in your head, you cannot do both at the same time. 
And, and too many of us, we're trying to do too many things and our focus is all over the place. And, and, and I want to encourage you with something with this year. Even tonight, even tonight, if you are a family that wants to hit the reset button, if you're a person, an individual that you want to hit the reset button and, and, and you're getting ready, just say thank, thank you, Father God, for September. Thank you for a new season. Thank you for just the opportunity. Do you know for you that your mercies are new every morning, that I have an opportunity just to hit the reset button no matter what season of life that I'm in. I, and you know what? Commit to him. Say, Father God, I'm going to seek you first. My focus, listen, the reason some of us are out of focus is because he's not our focus. A lot of us are going all over the place because we haven't checked in with the God who makes the plans. And if I could encourage you with it, can I share something else with you? Your kids are not good at everything. I know that you think they are, but they're really not. So when you have them in everything and you make your life crazy, you're not focused. And you need to make, have an opportunity just to say, hey, listen, Johnny, Sally, Beatrice, <laughs> mom and dad, we believe in you. Ma, as a mom, I believe in you. As a dad, I believe in you. You are amazing. What a gift you are to us. But you don't get to be in seven things because you're not that good at seven things. Just teasing. You don't have to say it like that. Say, you know what? Because we want to be well-balanced as a family. We, we want to be able to make sure that we can do the things that God's called us to do. Like attend church. I'm serious. And be, and be, where, the, and be where the things of God. Because I'm going to tell you something. The focus is on him first and then everything else. And, and, you, and you encourage your kids, hey, listen, let's pick one thing. Let's pick these one thing and we're going to get behind you 100%. And, and we're going to be there and encourage you. But you don't have the ability to focus on 20,000 things. I, I'm, I'm encouraging you as a family, honestly, decide these things together. Eliminate strife. Eliminate chaos. I'll, I have to do this even for my own individual self. I cannot say yes to everything because I'm not good at everything, even though my pride wants me to think I am. That's funny, isn't it, Carlos? It is. It's true. Because our pride actually wants us to think that we can do everything, but we don't, we're not that good at everything, so we can, should pick the things that we're good at. Amen. Number three, how do I develop endurance, right? We're developing our endurance because we don't want to develop endurance. We cannot develop endurance in January. If these things are not in place in our life, come January, I'm going to hear this. Oh, God, is this school year ever? Right? And, 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 and we're, we begin to mumble and grumble and lose a bad attitude. It's because our endurance is not being developed in our life to run the race with perfection that God's called us to do. You know you have the ability to be happy. I would say that, we're, that I'm a kind of a happy person. I would say 95% of the time. And I don't have a special gifting of happiness. I don't have that. What I have is the focus and the endurance to serve God, and he's my joy, and he's my supply, and he's my strength, and out of that I live my life. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Third thing is pace. Pace, if you're writing it down. Now, the interesting thing about pace is I've learned a little bit about this just from running. 
Um, I'm currently um, helping, me and Carson are training, and we're going to put it up as a small group. Come here in a couple weeks as we do our small groups. We're going to be running, I'll be running my fifth marathon, half marathon, not marathon, half marathon. And um, because you marathon people are off, you're just like a whole nother level of greatness. Um, But anyway... So I know this about pace. I know, I know that there are these things called pace setters. And, 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 and there's two things about pace. There's two things that you should know about pace. One is, is that pace is typically set with someone near you or around you. Pace is typically set. So, so if, you, if you're running with somebody, you typically try to find people that are in your pace, that are, that are running typically the same speed that you are. And then you try to get people that are a little bit better than you so that, that you can attain that pace that you're, shooting, that you're shooting for. The other thing that I want to encourage you with this is, is this is one more thing, is, is, that, is that paces change depending on the season that you're in. For instance, for instance, you cannot run long distance if you don't learn how to run sprints because you need to learn to develop that muscle in you, but you don't run sprints all the time when you're training. So I, I want to encourage you with this. Don't, there are th- seasons in your life and even in the school year where it's going to get super busy. Say super busy. Some people don't like that word, but it's okay. There, it's, it's irrelevant if you like it or you don't like it. Guess what? It's good for the muscles. It's good for the training. Super busy, but here's the thing. We don't live, I don't live, when I train for a half marathon, I don't live in sprints. I don't run 13 miles sprinting. There's no way I would probably pass out or throw up or both. You cannot live at that pace, but there are seasons that we have to be able to handle a heavy load or fast pace, and you have to be able, and you cannot crumble at the sight of it. Sometimes it just gets a little bit crazy. You're, there are weeks where everyone's going in a couple different directions, and it's like there's a lot going on, and nobody's made dinner, and there's no underwear that are clean, and not, everything's just going crazy. And I sometimes see people like, oh, my God, I'm just going to die. No, you're not. You're okay with that. Now, that's not the pace that you live, but it is the current pace for the moment. Don't crumble under that. Your endurance has set you up to win. And if you're, if you're taking time in the morning and you're putting the word in and you're on your way to church and not on your way to work and you're not listening to 94.9 and you put on a little bit of Hillsong or, I don't know, video Hannah while she's singing to you on Sunday and let her sing to you at work. I don't, do something that helps your spirit on the way to your busyness because guess what? What you put in will come. It'll come out. So your pace is different. Now, now, now here's an interesting thing. Um, recently, can I have that jump rope? Um, recently, oh yeah. Um, recently, now, um, um, just for a second, um, I, I have on, I have been doing, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I've been doing consistent exercise for probably about seven or eight years. Now, I, I was not one of those, I, I didn't play one sport in high school, zero. I, I don't even know that I can hit a ball with a bat. Um, I really don't. I'm just not one of those type of people. I've never been athletic. Now, I did do dance, but on, an, on, an, on a level, I was probably like a five. Like, I wasn't great, and I didn't stink either. So I've, I've been an average girl my whole life, and, and, and God's just still used me. <laughs> He's just still doing something in me. But, but, but I've been, I decided, um, I, I saw somebody, I don't know, probably 10 years, not 10 years, probably. Well, we've been here how many years? It was our anniversary of moving here on my birthday. On 12 years, it was 12 years on August the 23rd that we had moved here. And um, a couple years in, I saw somebody that, man, they just had a transformation in their body. And I said, hey, how'd that happen to you? And they said they did boot camp. And so I, before I had any 
time to tell myself no, I called that day and signed up. And I've been doing, honestly, either marathon, half marathon training or boot camp for probably ever, like, seven, seven years. It was right before Caleb was born. And so, so, and I do it about three times a week, nothing to brag about. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly, I, my our whole goal is, is we just want to be really healthy grandparents. <laughs> like, that's my goal. Like, I want to be able to run around Disney like Frank and Linda just did and be able to ride all the rides and be a cool grandma. So, that's my goal. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag goals. Um, so, anyway, um, so... So the other week we're we're in um, we're in boot camp, and um, and so we jump rope a lot in boot camp. We jump rope a lot. Well, yeah, yeah, I know. I jumped rope with it this morning. I got practice him. <laughs> He's like, please don't make a fool out of yourself, babe. Um, so so the other so we do a lot of jump roping in boot camp, and um, and so so this is how I typically jump rope. Does anybody else jump rope like this? Whoops, sorry. Okay. So Beth does, and she stands beside me in boot camp, and we both look like that. So, so the interesting thing is, is in boot camp the other day, um, we had almost an entire class on these things called double-unders. Double-unders. Who in here can do a double-under? Raise your hand, Brinkley. Um, so, um, so who else? Can anybody else do a double-under? Oh, dude. He's like... So, um, so here's an interesting thing. So, so we're, he says, hey, I want, I want us to work. And I'm thinking, what the heck, do we, what does double unders have to do with boot camp at all? Like, I do not care about doing a double under. So I'm like jumping, you know, just doing. And so he comes back to me because I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking, how am I going to do a double under, you know? And um, he comes back to me and he says, here's the deal, Tiff. You're never going to get to do a double under because you can't do a double up under while you're jump roping like that. And I was like, like what? And he's like, with that extra thing that you do in the middle. <laughs> and uh, so he said to me, he said, this is an interesting thing to me. Because I, I mean, like, I'm not the top of the class, but I'm not like at the bottom either. And if I'm working out with him, like, we're close to the top. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of in shape. And he's like, he's like, you have to slow it way down. He said, if you're, he said because you actually don't jump rope correctly. He said that extra skip is a wrong jump roping and you'll never be able to do a double under. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So here's me now. Whoops, I can't even hardly do it. Now, here's the deal. See, I still can't do it that good. Better. I, I, I want to tell you this. This is the whole reason I did it. Because your pace matters. And sometimes if we're not careful, guys, if we're not careful, if we're not careful, things are coming your way. And things are going to be required of you. And you're going to be like, I've been, I, I know how to do this. I know how to. No, 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 you don't. And you need to slow down. And, 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 you, and you, you need to set the pace at a God kind of pace. Listen, I'm telling you, you need to, you need to put the word in. You, ah, you need to put the, you need to, you need to open, you need to get up a little 15 minutes early and, and you need to put the word in you. And, 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 you, and you need, uh, we're getting ready to do sign up, sign ups for small groups in a couple weeks. You, you need to have a small group. You, you, you need to, because here's the thing, there are mountains that are coming, there are things that are going to be going on in your life. There are things that are going to happen in your life. And if your pace is too chaotic, you're, you're, you're not actually going to know how to do it. 
And things are going to be required of you, and you're going to think you're okay, and you got a double, you got a double hop in there. And, and, and then God asks you to do something, and you, you don't have the ability because you're going at a pace that's unrealistic. I, I just, I, I really strongly want to encourage you to take today even as a family, as an individual, and say, God, what is you in my life and what is me in my life? What things, honestly, the word of God says, do good works and glorify God. And you need to evaluate your works and evaluate, because listen, it doesn't say don't do good works. It says do good works. It says do good works and glorify God. And ask yourself, hey, the things in my life, are they glorifying you? Because you're getting ready to have a really busy pace. Listen, it's, it's September, but how many of you know it's going to be Thanksgiving if you blink tomorrow? And then right after Thanksgiving, we don't even breathe, and what happens? And then your heads are spinning. Black Friday. Listen, this is not a season. I want to tell you something. This season from September to December is not a slow season. It's actually a faster season. And I, but if you don't get some things in your life, if, you, if, you do not, if you're not prepared, if you're not focused, and you don't have a pace that God is setting in your life, there will be things that, God, that, that happen in your life, and there will be things where God says, hey, can you do this? And you are jumping all over the place, and you're thinking, I can't do that. Slow down. Slow down. And, if you, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, I feel a little bit embarrassed in the back of the class doing this. And I'm not even trying to do a double under yet. I'm just happy to do this. But I'm going to get one at some point. I'm going to do it. And I want to encourage you this morning. Teachers, staff, parents, single, moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles. Let the Holy Spirit do a work in you. Hit the reset button. Sit outside. It's beautiful out today. It's, get, get, pour yourself a glass of water or, <laughs> and, or, or let, just do some, something that makes you think right. That's half the problem. Sometimes we aren't making decisions based on our cognitive skills. And let God, and listen to me, present your life before him. And say, Father God, this tomorrow is getting ready to be busy. And I am not going to do September, October, November, December without you in my life. He's not an afterthought. He is who we He is who He is. He's the King of our hearts. Amen. We do not go to church on Sunday. We are believers who come and celebrate on Sunday. Amen.